This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. As the new academic year gets underway, some are predicting chaos in college classrooms as professors grapple with students using artificial intelligence to handle assignments. The search is on for ways to detect the use of AI in education. Students may not get the learning and critical thinking experience that we want for them if they're using AI in unadvisable ways. Then, surveys show that most adults see the value in testing to detect cognitive decline. Yet a majority of seniors have never been tested. It's really ideal to try to have a very specific diagnosis, not just a general dementia diagnosis. That can really dictate the preferred treatments. Stay with us. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Educators across the nation are stressing out as clever students effortlessly employ artificial intelligence to handle their assignments. How will professors respond? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Anna Mills is a textbook author and English instructor at Kenyatta College. She sits on a joint artificial intelligence task force with the Modern Language Association and College Conference on Composition and Communications. Anna, this is the first full academic year where ChatGPT and other major AIs will be available to students and professors. Many professors are using the word chaos to describe what they expect this year. What are the largest worries professors have about AI in the classroom? I think the biggest concern is just learning loss, that students may not get the learning and critical thinking experience that we want for them if they're using AI in unadvisable ways or if they're not disclosing their use of it. But also just inconsistency that different teachers may take different approaches to this and students may be confused about what's okay and what's not. And it'll be hard to sort of maintain learning standards from course to course when we don't know when students are using it and when they're not. Yeah, that is one concerning aspect, that not only do policies or attitudes change from university to university, but even within a university system, the rules may be different between one classroom and the next one. Yes, and institutions want to allow faculty to make their own choices, which is understandable, and faculty should have input. But we also need to have those institutional conversations about academic integrity and expectations. But this is producing a lot of anxiety with professors, isn't it? It is, partly because we really need professional development and time and support to develop and adapt our curriculum around AI so we can guide students around it and bring it into the way we teach digital literacy so we can prepare students for workplaces and personal lives where AI is ubiquitous. Let's expand on that. There are two schools of thought. On one hand, there is the possibility of cheating or just academic laziness. And on the other hand, students probably do need at least some proficiency in using AI when they enter the workforce. What are your thoughts on that? 
I mean, I think it can be some of both. I think that it can be used to aid learning and it can take the place of learning. And I also think that some of the skills that you need to work with it are the ones we already teach. So you have to develop a certain level of expertise in a subject to know when it's making a mistake or making something up. So students still need the skills that we're already teaching. And even for instructors who want to embrace AI and use it pedagogically, there are a million exciting possibilities, but we still need to know what is the student's work and what is the AI. So I think we can be both excited and concerned, and we can look for possibilities and pitfalls as well. Obviously, there are a lot of positive uses of AI all over, but in academia, can you give us just an example or two of how it can be a great tool for learning and research? Well, it can be used sort of in the educator's work process in a lot of different ways. It can be used to ask for feedback on our writing, to test out ideas. We can ask a system to ask you questions. You can ask it to play devil's advocate. There are some great nonprofit tools like illicit.org that help with the research process and finding your way through scholarly articles. You know, you can use it to push your own thinking. And certainly people are experimenting with using it as a tutor. It'll be interesting to see the research on how well that works. The key is to be skeptical because it does make mistakes, it does make things up, and it does still have bias. But that said, if you can be skeptical, your imagination's the limit for ways to interact with it. Our guest on InfoTrack is Anna Mills, an English instructor at Kenyatta College. She sits on a joint artificial intelligence task force with the Modern Language Association and College Conference on Composition and Communication. And we're talking about the use of AI and things like ChatGPT in today's college classrooms. Anna, this does seem a little complicated. Would you view it as cheating if a student has ChatGPT write their assignment and then the student does a little editing and maybe fact-checking and tweaking before turning it in? It seems kind of unclear where to draw the line once we start down this AI path, doesn't it? Yes, but I think we can have some rules of thumb. Mine is if you would credit a human for similar assistance, then you should credit an AI system. So if you have large chunks of text where the words were put together by the AI, that should be labeled as AI, right? We should be transparent about any use of it. And I think that transparency and labeling will allow teachers to design for learning and will allow students to kind of assess their own learning. There are some tools that claim at least to detect AI-written content. Is it really possible to detect AI cheating? The detection systems are not reliable at all at this point. They do produce a lot of false positives, false accusations against students who have written their own work. And it's a very difficult problem detection, but people are working on it, including OpenAI is working on watermarking, text, Government agencies are exploring different ways to label and check for AI text. There are a lot of approaches and there are a lot of concerns. It's one of those wicked problems we have to throw a lot of energy and resources at, I think, to maintain that possibility of text as human communication. To Sometimes we want to know that it's a human on the, you know, putting the words together. What other misconceptions would you and your task force like to clear up? I think that we want to clear up any misconception that teachers are sort of all against it or that teachers are all for it, that teachers are Luddites. 
we're interested and critically engaged and we have a lot of, I think, expertise that could help with this bigger societal conversation about how do we shape AI going forward? How do we develop policy? I think teachers and students need to be part of that big societal conversation and the classroom can be a place where we prepare for that and we explore these issues openly. So there's a lot of possibility in education around AI and education has an important role to play in its development. If nothing else, students who use AI inappropriately are shortchanging what they should be getting out of an absurdly expensive education. What advice would you offer to students regarding the use of AI? I would say first to check with the teacher about any possible use and to sort of be curious, be open, but go with the learning experience that your teacher has planned for, has designed for. And maybe also consult with an accessibility specialist. So there are many AI applications that assist with learning that have been developed for students with disabilities. So there are applications that can help the learning process. But you want to talk to somebody who is really trained in how to evaluate when is it going to help and when is it going to get in the way of learning. Anna Mills, English instructor at Kenyatta College and part of the Joint Artificial Intelligence Task Force with the Modern Language Association and College Conference on Composition and Communication. Anna, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, testing for dementia in older adults. That story, coming up. Stick around, there's more InfoTrack straight ahead. 